episode 75. Now is the time to begin. I'm Nigel Risner. Neil Martin is the king behind all the all the technology. And the question really is for everybody, what do you want to achieve? And I want to go back to something we've said a long time ago, which is in order to create your future, you must complete your past. This is a really good time to start letting go of stuff that's holding you back, unfinished conversations, unforgiven words. Start thinking about what do I need to let go of so you're not carrying this forward. It's a heavy enough burden what we're doing right now. And, you know, my parents, my mother's now in a home, my father's at home, and there are things I've always wanted to say to them, and maybe now's the time to say it, but I did my first Zoom call with my father and my brother yesterday. And it was really cool. If my mother only could have just joined in, if we could have got the nursing home to understood, she would have been so chuffed to have seen the four of us for once because we're now in four different locations. And so I'm upset that I can't see my mum. We're going to try and figure a way to do FaceTime with her. But now's a real time to reach out to people you've not spoken to for a long time. Um, you know, one of my best friends is in Canada. I have friends and family in Israel. You know, I've got friends in South Africa. It's been amazing on Zoom to have the time to see people, to say things I haven't said. And, you know, we're not going to be together for the next couple of months at least. But it's been wonderful to reach out to people. And if I've upset anybody in the last 57 years of my life, I apologize. I'm saying it outright. It's time to let go. The idea of holding on to grudges and holding on to resentment and anger. I, I, I've let go of all of my shit. You know, I've been ill. I've had two brain aneurysms. I haven't got time to carry that as well as everything else that's going on in my life. So, Neil, I apologize for all the times I've been rude to you, even though you are late virtually every time you come to my house. <laughs> I was I've early today. I know I didn't have to go anywhere, but I was actually early today. And I'll have you, I'm, just for the record, I was also early the last time I had to come to your house, if you remember. But, but it's funny how some people email me saying, why do you keep giving him a hard time? Because it's just a bit of fun. But from a global point of view, if the world literally forgave each other, we would create more peace in seconds. But there's still a few of us who'd much rather be right than happy. And so we can't let go yet because I just need to have one more conversation. So I'm begging everyone who's listening to this, let it go. I'm not going to go into song, but I feel it coming. I feel it coming. I need your daughter to back me up on the <laughs> harmony here. If she um, was in the room, you know she would do that, right? I know. I know. I, I thought if I said it loud enough, she would appear. And then you'd be pushing back like that guy did on the BBC News. You'd be pushing her back there. No, do you know what? I would embrace her coming in, but she's actually in a completely different, uh, she's actually in a different building to where I am right now. So she's not likely to hear us. Here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the so thing. I'm going to go through one more lesson, if I can. Go on, go so for lesson it. number one is let go of the past. But now lesson number two is to remember successes. And now's a good chance. So I'm in a, in my, in a different room today. So I have, whether you can see this, it's my book of successes. And I have thousands and thousands of successes. So I thought I would update my book of successes and create a new volume of successes and my gratefulness list. That's good English, isn't it? My gratefulness list. So things I'm grateful for, because for years I've had volumes of success, and I'm not often in my office. So normally we're in my lounge, and the dog is under my feet. 
to now I'm in my office because it's just an easier picture. And I'm going through successes. I'm redoing some of my office. Uh, one of the certificates is falling down behind me, I can see. But I'm going to try and recreate a success log. So just the first two things people should start thinking about is let going of the past and most importantly, remembering success. Yep, I, I agree with you. And I think the other thing for me is, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm not 100% sure if I have, um, is if you want to level up in life, the first thing you've got to do is level in. And what I mean by that is... Level up in life, level in. I like level that up, one. level in, right? So to achieve more, you've got to figure out who you are first. And not only have you got to figure out who you are, you've got to figure out who you need to become. And one of the phrases I absolutely hate and despise is fake it till you make it. Because I think anyone that feels fake will never show up at their best. But I do think it's important to recognize who you need to become is not who you are if you want a different result in life. So figure out who that person is and then act as if you are that person, but embracing the fact that you're on a journey to actually learning all the skills that that person has. And so you may be on step one, you might be step three, four, five, 15, whatever it is of that journey, but you're not all the way there yet in terms of who you're ultimately trying to be. And you have to learn new habits, new behaviors, et cetera, you know, new skills. None of us is good at something the very first time we do it. We have to, you know, do things time and time again and actually get help coaching, mentoring, read books, study, whatever, to improve our technique, to get it better at every single thing we do. But if we know that the person we want to be in order to create a certain result ha you know, has the ability to do certain things, we need to take the time to actually learn those things and we can speed up that process by finding the right help and support along the way. But you know, we have to know who we are first. And until we know who we are, we, we can't become the person we're destined to be. And as you were saying that, I was looking for a book that I've got in my office and it's called – the title is Hope is Not a Strategy – we did a podcast. You know, we did a podcast called that as well. You know. Okay, I've got no memory, as you know. I had a memory before I took half my brain out and filled it with coils, but I'm I'm, I'm sure that, I, that we may have done. But it's that idea that just hoping, wishing, wanting, and waiting for divine inspiration is the answer. It's what you're physically going to do and change behaviour to create the life that you want to live. So let me do one last thing, if I can, on that, which is to get specific about things that you really want now. So I'm not going to go into goal setting, but the idea of saying, you know, everyone said, I wish I had more time at home. Oh my God, they should be a bit more specific, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> Christ, I've got a lot of time at home. You know, I want to spend more quality time with my partner, my children. I've got much too much time to spend with my partner, and my kids. You know, that's the problem about not being specific. God's given you exactly what you asked for because you weren't specific. And so, you know, I don't want to go deep and religious and emotional and spiritual, but that word being specific is really clear. When you throw out words out of your mouth, you're literally sending messages to God or to your higher power. You know, it's literally like a telegram. So we have in Israel the Western Wall where people leave messages. And a I've friend actually of mine said, been there. I've actually been there. Have you? Yep. Did you? I hope you were your little couple. I but did indeed. What people say is it is like it was like the very first Facebook Messenger to God. You know, you leave your little message there, and then people aren't specific. So if you're not specific in life, how are you supposed to be specific to a higher power? So what do you want to create? But really think that if a third party heard 
and delivered exactly on your words, what would you get? You know, I wish I could have more food. Well, let me tell you, two weeks ago, all these people went to all these supermarkets. They grabbed as much food as they could in their supermarket. And then you've just seen how much rubbish has been thrown away. Yeah. We never needed it at all. It's because we come from a place of scarcity, not abundance. And we've spoken about this. We, there's enough food in the world if we just spread it out. You know, there's a game that business consultants play called the red-black game. I don't know if I've shared this before. Go for it's it. It's a very cool business game where you need to share ideas, and the only way you win is by winning together. The problem is if I win, I want to make you lose. And if I, want to, if I win, I want, I want to avoid losing. We've got to create a society now more than ever before where it's a win-win so, you know, there was all the food we need. You know, it's, it's interesting. McDonald's are no longer buying eggs. There's now an extra million eggs a day for the rest of the UK. That if, and if you think about potatoes in America, Idaho create potatoes for the whole of McDonald's virtually in America. So there's millions of potatoes in the world somewhere that aren't being used. There's millions of eggs that aren't being used. So we've always had all the eggs. We've always had all the potato. We just haven't distributed it properly. So I don't want to go into a political rant, but now you've got to think about what do we want to create? How do we support each other? And what was great last Thursday when we all came outside our houses to support the NHS? We did it for, at eight o'clock for 30 seconds. We should be doing this daily, weekly, monthly, for not just for them, for the post drivers, for the lorry drivers, for all these people that are doing and putting themselves out. But we forget about them because it's not such a massive service. I went to my local Tesco's yesterday. There were loads and loads of workers. There were 5,000 extra workers who have committed to bring food out on shelves. They deserve a round of applause. Agreed. So, Agreed. I think it's, I mean, I think it's interesting on that front. It's with everything that's happened recently, it's kind of leveled the playing field a lot more in terms of who people are being respectful of and who people are being nice to. You know, people like bin men, lorry drivers, Amazon delivery, Deliveroo, all that kind of stuff. People would like, taking a different view of those kind of um, job roles and those kinds of positions. One of the things for me, and we've talked about this before, but one of the things for me when I'm traveling is I like to thank people. So like the person that checks me into a hotel or the person that deals with my ticket in an airport, I like to thank them and I like to let them know that I appreciate what they're doing, especially when there's been delays and things and they're helping me out. So many people arrive at their desk and rant and rave and complain and go, why is there a delay? Why are you cancelling my flight? Why are you whatever? My approach has always been, I know you're doing your best to help me. So let me be polite to you um, and actually help you in the way that I approach this. And I think some of what's happened recently has made a lot more people appreciative of people they used to take for granted. You know, and I think that's really interesting. When I used to employ staff with my finance company, I often would take someone to a restaurant to see if they were nice to people who they didn't know actually made a difference to their lives. So when a waiter came over, if they were talking to me and they didn't stop the conversation and look up at the waiter, they nearly didn't get the job. So I thought if they're not nice, you can't teach nice, you can teach technical skills. Yep. So this is a real time to understand kindness and niceness as against being technically brilliant. So technically, you're much better than me at doing all this technical stuff, but you're also a nice and kind guy. So I love you for that. But there are a lot of technical, brilliant people out there who are teaching Zoom and all the other stuff, because that's the latest technology thing in the world, who are just not nice. Well, that's soon going to be remembered 
when all this finishes. Yeah. Niceness carries on. Cleverness is limited. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the other thing I wanted to pick up on, we're nearly up to time on this episode, but the other thing I wanted to pick up on, on something you said, was you were saying about like, you know, people going out and buying stuff and hoarding stuff. And for me, the big lesson in that is, just stop the timer. The other, the big lesson in that for me is it's not just about the resources you're able to get your hands on, it's having the skills to be able to use them. And I say that on the basis of like, I went into some supermarkets when people were starting to panic buy and ingredients that I routinely cook with that without being rude, a lot of people I meet wouldn't know how to cook with were sold out. And, you know, if you go into a shop and you just ran, you know, randomly buy you know, things like lentils and dried goods and whatever, but you actually, but you what? actually don't lentils. know how to cook. What are, what are, what are lentils? Lentils. Dal for making like Indian food and stuff, right? Okay, okay, I get that. I thought you were going to try and get all healthy on me. Well, well they are healthy. They are healthy, and but it's stuff that I actually cook with a lot, and it's something I've never seen sold out in the supermarkets before. But because people were panic buying like dried food and stuff that will keep for a long time, it's all sold out. But guess what? The supermarkets have done a phenomenal job of restocking, which means. A lot of the people that bought stuff they don't normally eat will have stuff in their cupboards they don't normally eat that will stay in their cupboards because the supermarkets are selling the stuff they do normally eat. And it's it's like, you know, it's, okay, it's time, holding time a resource you're not going to use, if that makes sense. Time for a slight joke here, Neil. Go for What's it. the only beer that's still left on the shelf? <laughs> it's Corona, of course. I mean, if ever something just summed up something in the world that says, I see a word I don't like, so let's avoid it. It's called the the um, the, the vegan section of food that got left or the healthy section or the, you know, the, the dark chocolate. I can't be doing that. I need to have this. And then you've got this beer. You know, they, they had a, a free a free crate of beer for every toilet paper, for every toilet roll being sold. I mean, it's just nuts. And that's how small-minded the world has become, that you see one word, I think it must be all of that. Yep. Oh, that, so let's, that, get, uh, let's thank everyone for listening for this episode. Just to, if you've loved this episode, which has been slightly different, send us a review, do it, share it with your friends. And obviously I've interrupted you at the wrong time. Apologies as ever. It's cool. It's not a problem. We will wrap this episode up. As Nigel says, leave us a review, and we will see you on the next episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your best year, it starts